Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. Hello, I'm Gary McCulley, and welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud. Today, I'm speaking with Anton Kolomitsev, CEO and co-founder at Starwind. Welcome, Anton. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about Starwind. So it's actually a pretty old startup. So we started in the year of 2009 when great guys from Veeam Software gave us a little bit of the money to do a spin-off from what we've been doing at that point. And we started doing software-defined storage thing, uh, which was pretty new at that time. And we've been doing comparably well and getting more and more traction. And maybe a year and ago, we started moving also into hyperconvergent space and also started shipping not only the software, but hyperconverged and storage appliances. Is a hybrid ones or built entirely on Intel Flash. That's the shared topic why we're talking with you guys. I read that StoryOne was the first company to push software-defined storage out of the test and development niche. I wouldn't say we've been the first one, because like, like if you're tapping the IT, usually you'll find two or three or four companies that started at the same time by different people around the world doing pretty much the same thing. So we did initially target test and development because not many people were ready to put the something which has no EMC tag on top of it into production. And eventually, when the whole IT industry turned from just pure hardware into something which is mostly software-driven and disruptive tech got on top of the, you know, old innovations, then we started getting more and more, you know, production customers. You mentioned Starwind Hyperconverge Appliance. So you do not have separate servers running your application workload, and you don't have the separate silo of, you know, of the storage itself. You just flip it and, and glue all the both layers together and you have the same servers uh, acting both as a storage and also running your application workload like VMware or SQL or whatever you want. So at the end of the day, you have much less hardware you know, to manage and performance is also much better because with the wise management data is located exactly where it should be doing it. You know, there is no need to hit the wire uh, or you know, network fabric every time you need to fetch a couple of single bits. What Intel products are in StarWinds Hyperconverge appliance? The CPUs and chipsets are obviously from Intel, but we don't have much of the choice these days because everybody knows why. So we built with Intel Flash. We are using different server guys for as a platform, but all the flash memory which we are using it can be as just ordinary SSDs for the lower end models or recently arrived at NVMe Express for the you know New York cutting edge ones. Everything entirely comes from Intel. Now you have a demo of iSCSI over RDMA at VMworld 2016. Talk exactly, about that. Exactly, exactly. So VMware turns to be a little bit slower on DMA adoption compared to the other guys, like, for example, Microsoft. So finally, we are very happy VMware is jumping on the bandwagon of the RDMA fabrics because there's just no way you can deliver big amounts of data with a low latency using, you know, old tech because, like, like TCP is coming from 80s. Most of the people listening right now, uh, they probably were not born yet that time. Uh, so VMware is doing RDMA right now. The first thing before they will do and VME over the fabrics, which I think is on the way, is uh, iSCSI or RDMA, which is a combination of the comparably, you know, old established technology and the new protocol, you know, to deliver the data. So I would call it iSCSI on steroids. 
So yeah, we do, we'll, we'll have a demo. It's still in beta for both VMware and also the guys who are providing the NICs and also us. But as soon as VMware will be ready, we'll be ready. Now you mentioned Microsoft and VMware. Do you view Microsoft Storage Spaces Direct and VMware Virtual SAN as a competitor or complementary to your products? We turned a little bit from just providing the solution based on entirely our own tech into something which is a turnkey solution. So our customer right now can pick up the what's called data mover of choice or software-defined storage of choice. So if we see that somebody is really benefiting from getting storage done by Microsoft or by VMware, we're just providing the appliance with our complementary software and hardware components, but you know, without our own software-defined storage product. The bigger guys like VMware and Microsoft, they obviously they go for where the money is, and they leave some part of the market completely unsatisfied. And we see it as like low-end SMB and also Robo, which is a sweet spot for us. And uh, from what we see right now, from the financial points of view, neither VMware nor Microsoft don't have any real benefits and good solution for the customers over there. So these guys, if they're coming to us, they will get the solution which will be entirely based on what we do. So tell us, uh, what's the next big thing in data storage? It's definitely NVMe or Fabrics. So we see NVMe getting into a data center deeper and deeper. Eventually we'll see all the bigger data center and you know, high performance implementations done with NVMe only. Which brings a question how you do interconnect a couple of servers or the whole bunch of them to take one uh, NVMe uh, from one server and bring it to another. And this is where DMA technologies and the thing called NVMe or the fabrics is coming from. So I think the next year will be a very big one for NVMe over fabrics and it's definitely something which is going to replace pretty much all of the existing file and block level protocols we see it these days deployed. Now there's two flavors of RDMA. There's Rocky and iWarp. Do you have any ideas or thoughts on which one will be more prevalent? From the technology point of view, iWarp seems like a little bit more pure one or cleaner one, but it's a little bit late on the market. And in terms of adoption, I think that the Rocky right now is winning. So eventually, as an engineer, uh, I would like to see just one of them. We see guys like doing both of them at the same time, uh, but I think that just one should stay. So Rocky is more widely deployed, but you think that iWork might be a cleaner solution? Exactly. More tech- I mean, it's much easier to implement, it's much easier to deal with, and uh, if we have a working implementation, we have less issues. But, you know, from what I know, like, like Azure is run on the Mellanox NICs and on a Rocky, that's probably the biggest deployment right now. That's why Rocky has a very good chances. And if we look back into technology, I think pretty much uh, always it's winning not the most technically superior solution, but the one which got wider adoption and also the, which is just cheaper to implement. That's like the VCR debate, right? Exactly. Which is Betamax versus... Uh... Exactly. Like SCSI in India yeah, or like Fiber Channel and SCSI or like, like we have many examples of this one. What are some of the trends you're seeing in the market today? We always ask this question. Here's your chance to make a bold prediction. So the, the trend is we'll see less and less smaller player guys. So we will see. So initially the whole software-defined storage market was you know, crowded by a lot of the small and new common players. And from what I see right now, uh, with the bigger guys entering the, the space, most of the companies will go. So we'll see a competition getting just between a couple of vendors. And it will be a real challenge for a lot of people, you know, to find their place. And the competition will be real tough. So less 
competitors, more consolidation. So exactly. bigger companies will be buying these smaller players. Well, you know, when smaller players are buying, like like smaller companies run out of money and the VCs make a fire sale of it. So people think that somebody was purchased by somebody. It's a great exit. But most of the times people are just losing money. So we'll definitely see less players. So finally, where can people go to find out more about your company and your products? Oh, that's easy. So just spawn the browser and you type Starwind and you'll get, you know, that they're outside. If it doesn't work for you, then probably we did a bad job delivering what we do. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Anton, for spending time with us today. And thank you for using the Intel Xeon processor E5 family and the Intel SSD data center family. Thanks to everybody. And thanks to Intel, of course. And good luck to everybody. Music